1: There are consequences for breaking the established laws of the creation. We have to understand it. However, God, being the lawgiver, has the authority to step in and make modifications from time to time as he chooses.
0: Have you ever been told that miracles should be commonplace And if they're not in our own lives, it's because of a lack of faith. This is an unfortunate teaching in many denominations. However, as Pastor Robert discusses in his message today, God sets certain boundaries within creation that he can bend at his will. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 3, as he begins his message, First Celebrity Preacher.
1: His love is Last week, we took the time to consider... The opening verses of Acts chapter three, and we were looking at it mostly from the perspective of the beggar who had been born without the ability to walk. He was born without the ability to stand. His his bone structure was messed up. Today, I want us to shift our gaze just a little bit. I want to consider the same incident from the perspective that the man God used to change that beggar's life. The perspective, Peter's perspective, Peter and John, what, what, what they were experiencing to kind of try to look at it from their point of view. And, and, and I, I want us to consider the fact that our perspectives, our distorted points of view, have the potential to lead us off course in life and lead us into sin. We're going to read the first 12 verses of Acts chapter 3, so if you want to open a Bible, and I would encourage you to do that, it says, "Now, now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why do you look so intently at us? As though by our own power or godliness, we had made this man walk. Now, everybody in the temple knew this guy. He'd been coming there every day. He'd been carried every day for years. Now, something I'll, I'll just confession here, something I missed speaking of, misspeaking. Something I missed last week, in chapter 4, right about verse 20 or so, we're told that the guy was 40 years old. So, you know, we 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 know that, it, you know, as a grown man, let, let's just take a guess and say for 21 years, since he was 19, every day they carried him and sat him down outside the the eastern gate, the beautiful gate of the temple. And he sat there with his hand out or his little pouch or his his robe or a cup. Every day he sat there begging. And now he was walking around, jumping up and down on brand new legs. He got some attention. They all came running to find out what had happened to so radically change his situation. Perspectives. What they were seeing wasn't possible. Do you understand? What they were seeing wasn't possible. And yet, they were seeing it. It was real. It was undeniable. So they were stunned and they were curious. But look at Peter's response. When he saw the crowd freaking out, verse 12 says, when Peter saw it, he responded to the people Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Was he being sarcastic? I mean, imagine what the people... What do you mean? What do you mean, why do we marvel? This guy's never been able to even stand up, let alone jump up and run around like this. I mean, we know the guy. He's completely crippled. How did you do that? You see, Peter was pointing out to us the distorted perspective we have Concerning life, concerning what's possible. Why do we marvel at the miraculous? Well, I mean, there are a couple of answers to that question. One very important one that we need to not overlook, it's rare. You know, I was taught as a young believer, as a, as a young Christian, I was taught that it should not be Rare as a young charismatic missionary working in Youth with a Mission, I actually proctored a course on signs and wonders and how it pertained to church growth. Now, I'm not going to go into all of that today except to say this. God established certain laws... In his creation, they're laws. You understand? Unlike many of what we call laws in the United States of America today, which in reality are only advice. You understand that? For example, 55 miles an hour on I 95 in Miami. Who does that? Who do, I mean, really, seriously, that's not a law, it's advice. You're never going to get a ticket, more than likely, it'll, I mean, something's, something's seriously off, if you get a ticket for doing 56 miles an hour on I-95 anywhere in Miami-Dade County. Would you agree with that? Is that a fair statement, everybody? Yeah. No, no it's not going to happen. As a matter of fact, keep it under 70, you're probably good, right? Everybody agree with that? That means 55 is advice. It's not actually intended to be enforced. Nobody's going to enforce it. If there are no consequences, it's not actually a law. Do you understand when God makes a law, there are consequences for breaking it? Always. Always, 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 always. There are consequences for breaking the established laws of the creation. We have to understand it. However... God, being the lawgiver, has the authority to step in and make modifications from time to time as he chooses. Everybody with me on this? But if he does it all the time, again, it's no longer a law. He's just being capricious. He's just doing whatever he wants, whenever he wants. By the way, that's that's who Muhammad proclaimed. Do you understand what I just said? that's a description of Allah the Muslim God he just is capricious he does whatever he wants he can reward evil with good he can reward good with evil he does whatever he wants whenever he wants that's the Muslim God that is not the God of the Bible